Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's go, y'all. Come on. It's Tuesday night, which means we are about to do a preview of the Wednesday Night Live Bible Study tomorrow at Harvest Church. You can tune in and be a part of it from anywhere across America, around the world, um, through our app. That's the best way to stay connected to Harvest. How do you get connected? You're going to text the word Harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746. Can I get a few of you to put that on both platforms? We're on TikTok and the Bishop Foreman Instagram tonight. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good to see y'all ready to go. It is time to get in this thing tonight. Well, let me give you a few moments to get in the room or get in the room. It's not a chat room. Let me give you a moment to uh, get on the platform and then make sure that you share. As you're coming in, let me know where you're watching from. Palm Springs. Good to see you. Indiana, Dallas, Georgia. That's uh, Atlanta Metro. Good to see you. Aurora over here on TikTok. Good to see you. Y'all come on in. Shalom to you. Much love. Much love. Hearts back at you. Much love. Come on, Aurora. Um, again, you can text the word harvest to 877-552-4746. Get our app. That's absolutely y'all the best way to stay connected. I'm excited about it. Let me just say this up front. Let me thank you all for your prayers um, for me. Um, in case you didn't know, on Saturday, as I was finishing my exercise, I had a pain uh, in my doggone foot. And uh, that thing was intense. And uh, went through Sunday, preached both the 915 and the 1115, kept it moving. And uh, by Sunday night, that pain was pretty intense. Yesterday, um, that pain was going on. And let that be a lesson for you. I kept it moving. Like, I don't have to, we don't have time uh, to not fulfill the assignment. You got to keep uh, focused on your assignment, uh, even if you're dealing with distractions. You got to keep it moving. And so uh, even yesterday, that was some pain. So today, um, the doctor, they wanted to do an x-ray to make sure that everything was good. Alabama, Miami, Denver, good to see you. And uh, all was well. X-ray is totally good. I'm good. Um, I feel much better. In fact, now I feel much, much, much better. And so my confession is I am 100% healthy, 100% healed. And so I'm super, super excited about that. All right. So thank you for your prayers for that. We keeps it moving. We do not have time for that. Come on in, everybody. Uh, let me see you. Let me know where you are watching from. Aurora, good to see you. Atlanta, good to see you. We're just on TikTok and the Bishop Foreman IG tonight. We're doing a preview of the Wednesday Night Live Bible study. And again, I want to encourage you, get our app. And hands down, it's the best way to stay connected to Harvest. You'll just text the word Harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746. All right, we are in this series at Harvest called The Sequel. The Sequel. Um, the Sequel, literally, when you think of a movie... I'm a movie lover. Um, I particularly love Batman. Um, this is my favorite superhero. Um, and when you think of a sequel, it is the next. You have the original, then you have the sequel, then you have the sequel, then you have the, then you have the sequel that comes after that. And I need you to hear me. And I need you to hear me real clear. Now, at the end of the day, watch me, whenever you're talking about your sequel, whenever you're talking about your sequel, um, this, this is our confession, um, is that our God is the God of sequels. When you study your word, you discover that God is a God of sequels, where your next is always going to be better than your present and your previous. Can I just get you to make that confession? My next will be better than my present and my previous in every way of your life. And it doesn't mean, pay attention, it doesn't mean that your current is bad. It does not mean that your previous was bad. It just means your next is going to be better. Never ever think that because you're excited about what's to come, that you are somehow saying that what is, is not good, or somehow saying that what was, is not good. You're just simply saying, we serve a God, according to 2 Corinthians 3.18, where he takes us from one degree of glory to the next degree of glory, which means with God, our lives should always be getting better. We should be getting better. We should be improving. Everybody listen, never ever compete with somebody else. Only be in competition with yesterday's version 
of yourself. Can I tell you why we have so many haters and so many negative people and so many people that like to pull other people down? It is because they are in competition with somebody else when you should really be in competition with yesterday's version of yourself. God is always wanting your next to be better than your present and your previous. And it doesn't mean that these things were bad. It just means that God wants the sequel to, do, to be better. Now, when you look at this scripture, 2 Corinthians 3.18, it says, we all are being transformed into the same image. What is that? What's the image of God from one degree of glory to the next? What I like about that verse is this part right here. We are being transformed, which means this is perpetual. Can I get a few of you to type perpetual on the screen? What does this mean? This is always going to happen. You are never, ever going to get to a day where you feel like you have arrived. Hey, I swallow Florida. Um, never heard of that. That's awesome. What is that close to? I swallow. Um, you are, never get to a place where you have arrived. Can I help some of y'all? Because some of y'all, you're in pursuit of this thing called destiny. And I don't like the word destiny anymore. I used to. I don't anymore. Because destiny implies destination. And destination implies that I get somewhere and I'm done. Watch me. That's not how it is with God. If you want to get to a destiny, then you need to find you another God. Because the God that we believe in, watch me, the God of the Bible is the God that's always transforming you. Watch me. Your 22 version will be better than your 21. Your 2023 version will be better than you are now. He always exceeds himself. You're always getting better. You're always going from one degree of glory to the next. Look at me. Let me free you from this feeling of I've arrived. Let me free you from this feeling of I've conquered everything there is to conquer. If you conquer everything there is to conquer, there no longer remains a need for you in the earth. If you've conquered everything there is to conquer, there no longer remains a need for you to have breath in your body. But watch me. Since you still have a pulse, God still has a plan. In fact, that's the, the title of tomorrow's night's message. But I want to I want to show you how we're going to get there. I use that phrase ology often, um, but it is the truth. All right, guys, if you're just coming in, do me a favor, share tonight. We're doing a preview of tomorrow night's Wednesday Night Live Bible study. It's going to be at seven o'clock mountain time, nine o'clock Eastern time. You can tune in on any of our digital platforms, or if you're in Denver, you can join me in the building. All right, let's go. So Wednesday's message uh, was called how to handle affliction this past Wednesday, almost a week ago. And we learned that God allows affliction to accelerate you to the next degree of glory. I don't know about you. Wave at me if this is you. I like shortcuts. Like I don't mean shortcuts like um, doing something at a lesser quality. I just mean if I can save 20 minutes, let's go that way. I'm not saying uh, uh, let's half do it. What I'm saying is if I can get somewhere more quickly, let's get there more quickly. Uh, if I can make it happen more efficiently, let, I, give me the shortcut. Show me how to get this thing done. Even with this thing in my foot, I was like, listen, as I was talking to the doctor today, I said, look here. I said, listen, so, so what do we need to do to get this over with? I said, I got stuff to do. I said, I do not have time uh, to be in, 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 in any issues. She said, well, Bishop, uh, Dr. Foreman, if the um, x-ray comes back um, with this or this or that, um, then, you know, we may have to put you in a boot. I said, well, that's not happening. I said, I, I, that's not, I don't receive all of that. I said, I don't want to hear all of that. I don't receive all of that. Um, show me the shortcut. How do I get this done more quickly? Well, guess what? So does your God. Hear me. Jesus is into shortcuts. And I don't mean shortcuts in a negative way. I mean shortcuts in sometimes uh, to get you to your next degree of glory, God will allow affliction. Uh, and we learned that Exodus 1.12 says this, but the more they afflicted them, and you can put your name right there, the more they afflicted, put your initials right there, the more you are afflicted, what does the Bible say? The more they multiplied and grew. Shut your mouth tonight. I don't literally mean shut up. I mean, it's good to me. The more you go through affliction, the Bible says the more you multiply and the more you will grow. Pay attention. Most of us, when we think of multiplication and growth, those two things mean acceleration. And for most of us, when we think of those two things, here's what we think of. I need support. I need backup. I need money. I need somebody to like me. I need this. I need that. I need this. I need that. And can I tell you, that's not what you need. See, what you want is actually keeping you from what you want. The things we, we don't want affliction. You know what we want? Affirmation. 
Talk to me, y'all. We don't want affliction. You know what we want? Uh, we want confirmation. We don't want affliction. You know what we want? Uh, we want adoration. We don't want affliction. You know what we want? We want a pause. But guess what? The Bible says those are not the things that are going to bring you multiplication and growth. Those are not the things that are going to accelerate you. What's going to accelerate you, TikTok? What's going to accelerate you, Instagram? Pay attention is your affliction. Can I get you to type on the screen, affliction is good for me. Make that confession. And when you begin to believe things like that and speak things like that, you will handle things very differently. You will look at things very differently because you will recognize it is good for me. The psalmist said it like this. It was good that I was afflicted. That's Psalm 119.71. He says, it was good for me. In the moment, it felt bad. In the moment, it felt like punishment. In the moment, it felt negative. But the truth is, it is good for me. It is good for me. Why? It is accelerating me. You're going to get to your next degree of glory more quickly with affliction. So don't look at affliction as a negative thing. Don't look at affliction as a bad thing. And I taught you what affliction means. And in case you have not, um, in case you're wondering what does it mean to be afflicted, get our app and go look at the message, Affliction Accelerates Me. Get our app. How do you get that? Text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746. All right. How many of you can be honest that there's some areas of your life where you feel like you're dealing with affliction? Wave at me. There's some areas of your life where you feel like you are dealing with affliction, where you feel like you are dealing with affliction. Just wave at me. There's some areas where you feel like, doggone, I'm dealing with affliction right there. I'm going to give you those definitions real quick. Um, number one, a problem that causes pain or suffering. Affliction isn't the problem itself. Affliction is a problem that causes you pain or suffering. Um, it means to strike. There's areas of your life to take a hit. It means trouble, trouble, dealing with trouble. It means to harass. That means there's something always messing with you, something always coming against you, something, somebody always running their mouth, something always going on. To knock about, it means you get knocked to and fro. In other words, it's like being up and down, left and right. You're not sure if you're going forward because you're being knocked every other direction. It means to humiliate and to weaken, to humiliate and to weaken. I see several hands that were waved where you feel like you've got some areas of your life where you are being afflicted. Can I help you tonight? Good. Can I help you, TikTok? Good. Guys, if you haven't shared, share. Guys, over here, if you haven't shared, share. Can I help you tonight? Good. If you are being afflicted, that means God wants to accelerate something in your life. Can I get you to put a digital praise on the platform tonight, whichever one you're on, to let the Lord know, watch me, that you are not going to fight the affliction. You are going to let the affliction do what it does. It is about to accelerate you. Put a thank you, Jesus, on the screen. Put a hallelujah on the screen. Put a yes, Lord. Put them praise hands up. Put a clap on the screen. Do something. Literally, why? Because it's good for you. It is good for you. It is good for you. All right? Let's go further. Um, Exodus 1.12. The more they afflicted them. You put your name right there. The more, the more, the more they multiplied and grew. Multiplication and growth mean to accelerate. To accelerate means to increase the speed. Can I be honest? There are certain things, can I be honest with you and say this to you in love? There are certain things you take too long to do. There are certain things you take too long to do. There are certain things you move too slow in. There are certain things where you literally are sitting back doing nothing in. How many of y'all can be honest that you know there are some areas where you will sit on something for a while? You will sit on something for a while. You will just sit back and, 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 and you'll just let it sit there and, and all of that. Here's the truth. Sometimes what God does is God says, you're moving too slow. So let me drop you into some affliction to get you to where I'm trying to take you. Can I give this to you? Let's go here. The Bible says, and this is good, there were three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That wasn't their Hebrew names. That was their Babylonian names. The Hebrew names uh, were Hananiah, uh, um, 
uh, Mishael and the other one's escaping me. Um, now, in that, hear me, in that, um, their Hebrew names meant something very different. Their Hebrew names meant something very different than their Babylonian names. The Bible says um, that, and they were friends with Daniel. They were all contemporaries. They were all friends. So these four young Hebrew boys, they were all friends. They hung out together. They were contemporaries. And so Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, those three, as they are there, <clears throat> um, they, uh, the king Nebuchadnezzar makes a law. The law says that it, when the music plays, they have to bow down and worship this golden statue of him. Well, they don't do that because Sabrak, Meshach, and Abednego are like, listen, our God is Yahweh. We are not going to fall down and bow and worship you. You're the king, but you ain't God. So we're not doing that. And so uh, these people were trying to set them up. And when they were trying to set them up, what they did is they literally get them brought in on these charges for not bowing down and worshiping. The king gets so furious. What the Bible says, he throws them into a fiery furnace and he heats it up seven times hotter than normal. Um, and they tell the king, hey, listen, king, king, we honor you. King, we respect you, but we're not bowing down and giving you the worship that is due to our God. That we're not doing. He says, so I tell you what, our God is able to deliver us from your fiery furnace. Here's what, he's, here's what they say. But even if he doesn't, let's stop right there. You have to mature in your walk with God to where you get to a place to where you say, this is what I'm praying for. But even if I don't get it, is there anybody on this TikTok, anybody on Instagram where you are maturing in your walk with God to where you're saying, God, this is what I'm asking you for. But even if you don't do it, you're still God. Even if you don't do it, you're still worthy. Even if you don't get the job, even if you don't get the car, even if you don't get the house, you ready? Even if the relationship does not work out, y'all not saying nothing to me tonight. Even if it doesn't, you are still God. This is how you know you're going from another degree of glory, which means his goodness to another. Thank you, Azariah. Thank you. This is escaping for a moment. This is how you know that you're going to the next degree of glory. Why? Because even if he doesn't, he's still God. Even if he doesn't, I still honor him. Even if he doesn't, I will still praise him. Even if he doesn't, I'll still serve. Even if he doesn't, I'm going to still give. Even if he does not, it did not change his position in my life. Let's talk. Some of you have to be careful that you're not transactional with God while he is relational with you. What does that mean? Transaction means I'm getting something from them. They're getting something from me. It's a transaction. Uh, God is relational. That's why the scripture says he's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Uh, in other words, God's like, listen, you're mine even when you do stuff that makes me angry at you. That's relationship. Mm, 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 mm. God says that he's married to the backslider. So God says, even if you fall away, you're still mine. Even if you do stuff that makes me want to snap, crackle, and pop, you're still mine. See, that's relationship. Can I be honest? Most of us are used to transactional relationships. We are not used to relationships. Because relationship means that even if you do something I do not like, it did not take, it did not take us out of relationship. Transaction says when the transactions are bad, boop, we're done. This is how God is with us. You have to be careful that you don't try to use him only for the transactions of what he does. And the moment he doesn't give you what you want, now you're done with him. I just need to know the people on, on either TikTok or Instagram tonight that can say, watch me, God, this is not transactional for me. I love you because I love you. Not just because of what you do. Not just because of what you give me, not just because of how you heal me, not just because of what you do for me. I love you because you first love me. I dare you to type on either platform, I love you. I love you. Uh, this is not a transaction. I'm not trying to pimp the Lord. I'm not trying to play the Lord. I'm not trying to get something out of him. This is relationship. This is not a transaction. This is not a transaction because I'll be honest with you. None of us like transactional relationships because a transactional relationship. All of us have been in them. Wave at me. All of us have been in a transactional relationship where watch me when you stop paying for it, they stop coming. 
When you stopped giving them what they wanted, they started getting funky with you and getting little attitudes with you. Mm -mm. None of us are that way. And Shadrach, Meshach, or love that. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they tell the Lord, Lord, I love you and we love you. And here's what they say. This is maturity. Here's what they say. Lord, you are able to deliver us from this fiery furnace from King Nebuchadnezzar. Here's what they tell him. But even if you don't, you're still God. You didn't lose your position with us because you ready? Because you didn't perform how we wanted you to perform. Oh my God. See, that's how you know you really love the Lord. When you can say to the Lord, he's not going to lose his position with me simply because he didn't perform the way I wanted him to perform. Yes, I prayed and asked for this and I didn't get it, but I'm not going to say he's not God because I didn't get what I wanted. Yes, I prayed and hoped that this would happen, but even if it doesn't happen, I'm not going to say he's no longer God because he didn't perform for me. Question, do you want God or a genie? Two different things. The genie serves you, but a God you serve. He is not a genie in the bottle. You're not going to Britney Spears him and rub him the right way or Christina Aguilera, whatever song that is. He is not a genie. He is God. He is Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end, the first and the last. He is incredible. He is incomparable. He is undefeated, and he cannot lose his position with you simply because he did not perform the way you wanted him to. Y'all got to hear that. He is not a genie. <clears throat> he is not a genie. I need about four of y'all to type that between these two platforms tonight. He is not a genie. He is not a genie. He is your provider. He is your father. Every father, every parent on here knows that sometimes there are things you have to do that your children do not understand, but it's for their good. If you have to do that with your children, where you have to sometimes say no, you have to sometimes say not yet. You have to sometimes say you're not ready. Watch me. If you do that with your children, how much more would a perfect father do that with us? He's not a genie. He's a God. Not a God. He is the God. Ain't nobody like him. Ain't nobody beside him. You're absolutely right. God is a title. It comes from a 6th century Germanic term, Gudan. But for purposes of tonight, that's what we're going to do. Jehovah actually is the English version. Yahweh is the Hebrew version. And in fact, that's the short version. His full name is Yadhewafeh, Y-H-W-H, L-O-R-D in all caps in the scripture. But for purposes of what we're talking about tonight, we're going to refer to him as God. All right, listen. So, Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, <clears throat> they come in. And they say, even if he doesn't, he's still God. You got it? So they go into the fiery furnace. The furnace gets turned up seven times hotter than normal. That fire is so hot. That fire is so hot that the Bible says the men that took them to throw them into the furnace, it kills them. While Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they're thrown into the fire and they're thrown into the fire bound up. Stay with me. I'm going somewhere. They go into the fire and they are bound up. And as they are bound up in the fire, pay attention, as they are bound up in the fire, what ends up happening is that the scripture makes a very interesting statement. Bible says um, that King Nebuchadnezzar, as he's examining, as he's watching, as he's seeing, he says, we put three men in there. He says, didn't we? They, they said, oh, yes, oh, king. The king said, well, wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. Well, how do I see four men walking around? And the fourth one looks like some versions say the son of God. Some versions say the son of gods uh, uh, or son of the gods. Essentially, you're saying that fourth one looks like God. Pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. You ready? Uh, spell that. Which, which, which part? Spell which part? Um, pay attention. When they go in there, three of them go in there. They go in there bound. But... Four are in there and watch me and they're up walking around. I'm going to say it again because you missed it. Three of them go in there and they go in there bound. Four of them are in there and they're up walking around. What happened? The Lord used their affliction to bring acceleration because what ends up happening while they're in the fiery furnace, the Bible says they begin to pray. And they begin, watch me, they begin to self-reflect and self-correct. If you read the story in Daniel, the Bible says that they began to repent, not only for their sin, but for the sins of the generations before them. They, be, they, they begin to say, wait a minute, God, let's make sure that while we're in this affliction, 
We get every lesson we can out of it. Let's stop right here. Whenever you find yourself in affliction, you have got to say to yourself, Lord, let me self-reflect and self-correct. There's something in this I need to see about me. There's something in my affliction that is trying to show me something about myself. There is something in my harassment to show me something about me. There's something in my trouble trying to show me something about me. You got to hear what I'm saying. You got to hear what I'm saying. All right. Now, pay attention to this. As they are there, as they are there, um, let's do this real quick. As they are there, um, Bible says that the king says, bring them out. Turn it off. Turn the fire off. And the king uh, says, your God is God. Now, listen, because of how they handled the fire, because of how they handled the affliction, the king says, your God is God. And you want to know what the Bible says? And Nebuchadnezzar promoted this Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Let me see if I can make this really clear for you. If affliction accelerates you, the Lord allowed them to go into the fire to get a promotion that would have taken them years. They obtained in minutes what was supposed to take them years. I need you to put this thing on the screen and just type it, I'm accelerating. I'm accelerating. The Bible says the king promoted them. The Lord sent them into affliction. Watch me. And to only accelerate them. So for some of y'all, watch me. What did we do the other day on preview? Whenever you get some bad news, you need to say, yep, I'm about to multiply and grow. Whenever you get a bad letter, yep, I'm about to multiply and grow. Whenever you get a bad email, yep, I'm about to multiply and grow. If somebody starts to issue with you, yep, I'm about to multiply and grow. All right? So sometimes there are things that God has scheduled for your life. And he's like, we don't have all day for this. We don't have all year for this. We don't have until you're in your 60s for this. We got to get this done. We don't have until you're in your 70s. We don't have until your 50s. We don't have until your 40s. Let's get this done now. I need you to put a praise on the screen. Watch me to let the Lord know you're grateful for your affliction. Why? Because it accelerates. Yep. I'm about to multiply and grow. You got to hear that. All right. Um, so Sunday's message was called the sequel of a seed. And again, I want to encourage you. Um, to get our app, text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746. Um, and when you do that, you're going to be able um, to get these messages. So we open the series with Affliction Accelerates You, and then we move forward. Um, and, uh, and Sunday's message was called The Sequel of a Seed. The Sequel of a Seed. And we talked about uh, Genesis 8.22, while the earth remains, the Bible says, Seed, time, and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. So there's only two contrasting seasons of life that we're all in. And you can be in a different season in a different section of your life. So one section of your life can be in a different season. So, for example, your family could be in a season of sowing, while your finances could be in a season of sequel. Um, this is so important that you get this. Your sequels have sections and the seasons of your life have sections. So never think because one section of your life is in a sewing season that that means all of your life is in a sewing season. Sometimes you will mess up everything else because of one area not going the way you want it to go. Wave at me if you've ever done that. I've done that. You begin to look at everything negative because one area is in a seed area and another one is in a sequel area. You got to hear that part. You really have to. Sequels have sections in your life. So spiritually, you may be in, in, a, in a sequel. You may just be, I mean, you may just be growing leaps and browns spiritually. And then watch me. Emotionally, you ready? You may be in a sowing season. What does sowing mean? Sowing means that I'm doing work, but not seeing reward. Sowing means that I'm putting in labor, but I'm not seeing the outcome. Sowing means, watch me. It can often feel laborious. It can often feel um, for, like you're forgotten. It can often feel like things aren't going the way you want them to go. It can feel negative. That's a sowing season. Look at me. There are only, look, please hear me. There are only two seasons of life. Sowing and sequel. There are only two. 
They're only so for you church people, and you grew up in church, and you like to use the word season for everything. I'm just in a season of this. I've heard people make up everything. I'm in a season of reflection. I'm in a season of this. Shut. Stop all that. No, there's only two seasons of life: sowing or sequel. Now, which one are you in? And and, and watch me. And those seasons have sections. Because because one area of your life you may be sowing, and another area of life you may be in your sequel. What's the sequel? It's the reaping season. What's the sequel? It is the reaping season. It's the reaping season. All right, here we go. Now, in Mark chapter four, we looked at how the scripture says, this is how God's kingdom works. This is God's modus operandi. This is how God does what he does. Whenever you see kingdom in the Bible, there's three distinct definitions, but specifically in this context, it's dealing with this is God's modus operandi. This is his MO. Y'all laughing at me, you church people. Because I just hear church people, people who grew up in church, Learn how to spiritualize foolery, right? So I've heard some crazy things. I was you know, um, I'm just in a season of, you know, just a season of sitting. There's no such thing as a season of sitting. The Bible said to serve. There's no such thing as that. Doesn't exist. I'm just in a season of, you know, I'm just in a season of, you know, no, there's two seasons of life. Sowing and sequel. That's it, all right? I've just heard crazy things. I'm just in a season of, dating around. I'm just in a season of singleness. I'm just in a season of marriage. I'm just, I, just, I hear all kind of stuff. Like that's, no, the Bible says there's two seasons of life, sequel and seed. All right, here we go. Let's go. Uh, Mark 4, 26 says this, and he said, the kingdom of God is, is, as, as, is as if, excuse me, a man should scatter seed on the ground. So he's saying, this is what it's like. You scatter seed. So what does this mean? Who scatters seeds? A farmer. So the first thing we need to get right about your sequel is you need to see your, look at me, You your occupation is not, matter of fact, let me prove something to you. Can I get you to drop your occupation in the chat? You don't have to tell us where you work, but can I just get uh, 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 as many of you as can, just drop your occupation. Put your occupation in the chat. What's your occupation? What do you do? What do you do? What's your occupation? Put that on the screen. What's your occupation? It's your insurance agent. Thank you. Sell cars. Excellent. Mover. Come on. TikTok is with it. Educator. Retailer. All right. Um, it, oh, that's good. Hispitologist. Come on. That's all right. Let's go. Caregiver. Courier. Security. Kingdom builder. All right. Come on. Cosmetologist. Somebody say work too much. All right. Case manager. School. Soccer. Got it. Technical dance instructor. Caregiver. Director. Um, come on, give me a few more. Consumer lending, all right? Collections, all right? Laboratory technician, a mom, all right? Chemical operator, real estate agent, all right? This is good. School counselor, uh, communication. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. The Bible says that your occupation is a farmer. A farmer. That's your occupation. It's a farmer. What do you mean? The kingdom of God is if a man should scatter seeds, which means my occupation is to be a farmer. Whatever I do, the purpose of what I do is to release seed. As Watch me. In business, is to release seed. Everywhere you go, you are to release seed. Your occupation is a farmer. Because he says the kingdom is this one that scatters seed. Okay? As a pastor, and I don't just scatter spiritual seed. I scatter a uh, 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 practical seed, you know, the list goes on. He says, whatever you do, your job is to scatter seed. Okay. A farmer scatters seed and they go, re they go, after they release that seed, they gather that seed. Why is this important? Because some of you, watch me, when you do what you do, you, listen carefully, you connect what you do to your income, not realizing what you do is simply to release seed. You make your living from your giving, not from your occupation, not from your job. Y'all got to hear that part right there. Your responsibility is to release seed. This is the kingdom of God as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. Verse 27, he sleeps and rises night and day. Your seed never sleeps. Your seed never sleeps. And, and watch me, this is bigger than money because I gave you three types of seeds. This is so much bigger than money. This is much bigger than money. And the seed sprouts and grows. What does that mean? Seeds produce sequels. 
Seeds produce sequels. You have not been, you are not on your job to get a check. You are there to release seed. Y'all got to hear me. Got, got it. You are there to release seed. You are not there to get a check. If you work in education, you are there. I can look back over the educators who released seed into me that helped me to become who I am today. It was not about their check. It was about their assignment to release seed. Why? You are blessed to be a blessing. Your job is to release seed. You're not on the job you are now. I don't care if you don't like it. Hear me. You're not on it now just to get a check. You are there because there is some seed you are supposed to release because what you do in your now determines your next. What you do in your current determines your sequel. Y'all got to hear that. This is why you have to see yourself in a different light. This is why you have to see yourself in a different light. Stop looking at yourself as you're there to get a check. No, I'm there to really see. I'm there to really see. I'm blessed to be a blessing. I'm blessed to be a blessing. All right. Uh, verse 27. He says, and the seed sprouts and grows. He knows not how. He knows not how. Which means, watch me, your seed will produce a sequel and that sequel is supernatural. You don't know how it happens. You don't know how it happens. You don't know how it happens. You just know it's going to produce. If you plant watermelons, you expect some watermelon. If you plant wheat, you expect wheat. And they call them wheat berries, which is wheat seed. If you plant wheat berries, you expect wheat. If you plant corn seeds, you expect corn. If you plant apple seeds, you expect apples. You release seed in expectation, but you don't know how it's going to happen. Can I help some of y'all tonight? Here is your challenge. Look at what the scripture says in Mark 4, 27. He knows not how. How many of us, there are areas of our life where our frustration right now is we don't know how. Wave at me. We don't know how. We don't know how. Our frustration is we don't know how. We do not know how. I see you say you don't think that God exists. He believes in you, whether or not you believe in him or not. You're not on here by accident. I encourage you to stay locked in. Listen, that's, a, that's an area of frustration for many of us is how. And can I tell you, the Bible says that's not your business. That's above your pay grade. That is way above your head. The Bible says, you got to hear this. He knows not how. It is not your responsibility to know how. It is your responsibility to release seed wherever you go. Can I help, can I help some of y'all on TikTok and Instagram tonight? You need to free yourself from the weight of figuring out how. That is not your job. That is not your, get it. Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Mind your business, please. Mind your business, please. Mind your business, please. Mind your business, please. That is not your responsibility. It is not your responsibility to figure out the how. Guys, on both Instagram and TikTok, do me a favor and share. When you share, people get saved. That is not your job. It's not. It's not. My only responsibility is to scatter the seed. Jesus, my only responsibility is to release the seed. It is not on me to figure out how he's going to make it happen. That's not on me. My only responsibility is to release the seed. My only responsibility is to release the seed. Everybody stay locked in with me. Stay locked in with me. Stay locked in with me. My only responsibility is to release the seed. So pay attention. Here we go. Look at verse 28. The earth, the earth, the earth, the earth produces by itself. Look at me. Which means this is a law. This is a law. This is a law. The Bible says the earth produces by itself. The earth produces by itself. Now, earth in Greek, the language of our New Testament, is this word G-E, which means several things, but the two definitions I want to focus on, it means your life. Your life will produce by itself. It means your land. Your land will produce by itself. Your only responsibility is to release seed. And, and I saw a question about which type of seeds. I'm going to give you a few. I'm going to give you three of them tonight. And then I want to encourage you to go look at the whole message from, from Sunday. All right. He says, uh, the earth produces by itself. So this is the law. First the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. Here's what this means. Here's what this means. This means that sequels, watch me, that sequels come in stages. Sequels come in stages. I need you to hear that. Sequels come in stages. 
sequels come in stages. Look, look what he says. First, the blade. What happens if you give up at the blade? You don't see the full sequel. Look at me. I'm, you're about to be glad you did not quit too early. You're about to be glad you did not throw in the towel too early. You're, you're, you're about to be glad. You're about to be glad that you, we already blocked him. Don't worry about that. You're about to be glad that you did not throw in the towel. You're about to be glad. You're about to be glad. Guys, I see lots of questions over here. You know what? We do something called Ask the Bishop, and that would be a great time for you to uh, ask those questions. I'd be happy to answer them. Just not tonight, though, because we're focusing on, on tomorrow night's preview of Wednesday Night Live Bible Study. But great questions. Be happy to answer them. Just not tonight, because that's not what we're doing tonight. All right? All right? But great questions, though. Here we go. Here we go. He says, first the blade. Look, then the ear. So I got to go through stage one. Watch me. And it's not everything that I expect it to be. I go through stage two. It's not everything I expect it to be. Then you get, watch me, to the full grain in the ear. And then watch what verse 29 says. But when the grain is ripe, he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. Because the sequel of that seed has come. Can I tell many of you tonight? Watch me. I tell many of you tonight. This is only for those of you who have the faith to believe it. Watch me. It's harvest time for you. It's harvest time for you. If you think I'm talking to you tonight, watch me. I need you to put a praise on the screen, whatever platform you're on. It's harvest time for you. That's Mark 4 and 29. Well, 26 through 29. All right. All right. All right. It's harvest time for you. It's just, watch me. When the grain, but the full grain in the ear. And I love that it says in the ear. Ear there is an agricultural term, which means where uh, uh, where the actual wheat would sit. But I love it. I love the imagery of it. The reason I love the imagery of it is, is this. is because literally he says the harvest is announced in your ear. Let me say it another way. The harvest is announced in your hearing, which means you are told it's harvest time before you ever see it's harvest time. Y'all better talk to me tonight. You are told it's harvest time before you ever see that it's harvest time. You hear it before you ever see it. Just like rain, you smell it before you ever see it. There are certain things, watch me, you have to, it, it's spiritually discerned. Watch me, you're going to hear that thing before you see that thing. Can I tell you tonight, it's harvest time for you. You got to hear me. You got to hear me, all right? So I gave you three types of seed on Sunday. All right, the first type was what you say with your mouth. Everything you speak out of your mouth is a seed. Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Those who love it will indulge it and eat its fruit. Fruit, fruit. What is fruit? A sequel of a seed. So every word you speak, everything that comes out of your mouth, it's a seed. Question. If you do not, if you do not, listen carefully. If you do not like what you're seeing, you're going to have to change what you're saying. Now, I know what some people say. Well, Bishop... I just don't believe in all of that. Now I'm believing all that. You don't have to believe in it. You don't have to believe in gravity. Get on top of a building and jump and let's see whether or not it's true. You don't have to believe in it. Your belief doesn't unsubstantiate something's validity. I'll say that again. Your belief or unbelief does not um, uh, invalidate something's legitimacy. I said it another way. It just doesn't. You don't have to believe you, know, you, you don't have to believe in chairs. Okay, well then walk wherever you go. I mean, you, know, you don't have to. Right? Everything you say is a seed. Every word you speak is a seed. Everything that comes out of your mouth. Second seed I told you about were your movements. These are the actions that you take. What you do. What you do is a seed. Shout out to those of you sewing over using the badges over here on Instagram. It gives me this little message and says, shout out those that are sewing. All right? Um, Joshua 1.8. Study this book of instruction continually. Many Christians are good at studying the Bible. They're good at listening to messages. The messages just don't turn into movements. Come on, y'all. It's not enough to say, ooh, that's good. The message has to produce movement. The message has to produce movement. That's a word for somebody. The message has to produce movement. The message has to produce movement. Movement, what is movement? Actions. He says, study this book of instruction continually. 
Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then, only then, only when you make the moves based on the message that you heard will you prosper and succeed in all you do. That's Joshua 1a. It's not enough to just say, ooh, he preaching. No, I need you to go make what was preached practical. The message has to produce movement. Because if it doesn't produce movement, watch me. All you did was sit up and eat. And if you eat, 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 let's just be practical. If all you do is eat and you never exercise and you never use the restroom, you, you about to be on swole. Watch me. And some of you, you are spiritually swole because you hear the message, but it doesn't produce movement. And this is God speaking to you tonight to say, listen, I know that you heard it. Go do something with it. I know that you heard it. Go do something with it. You got it? All right, here we go. Last, last, um, <laughs> TikTok is something else. Last thing, last mo, uh, type of seed that I gave you was this. Last type of seed that I gave you was this, um, was uh, dealing with finance, money. Money is a seed. Money is a seed. Over 15% of Jesus's words were about money, more than prayer, faith, heaven, and hell combined. Now that's deep. Jesus was speaking, and was speaking, uh, when you see the scriptures, he's speaking to a people that needed to be financially empowered because they were under Roman occupation, um, where the Romans taxed them heavily, and the Romans kept them in this caste system to where they were at the low rung. They were uh, systemically and intrinsically disenfranchised from the economic system so that they were always kept at the bottom. So when Jesus is speaking to the crowds of people, he talks about money so much because he needs his people to be empowered so that, watch me, they are just not spiritual, but they are also successful. That's why Revelation 5.10 says that he makes us to be kings and priests. This is important to understand because, watch me, history repeats itself. And watch me, we have a system in the world that in many instances has been set up so that there's only certain people who in an oligarchic society achieve certain levels of financial prowess where others do not. You got to hear this tonight. So Jesus spent a lot of time empowering people financially. The Bible, look at me, spends a lot of time empowering people financially. Look at me. It is not God's will for you to be broke. It is not God's will for you to be in lack. It is not God's will for you to be in debt. I just need you to put that on the screen. That's not his will. And don't let anybody, listen, don't let anybody sell you a bill of goods that tell you that it is spiritual to suffer financially. It is not. It is not. Read your Bible. Well, Jesus said, blessed are the poor. Read the rest. If you read the rest, he's telling them that they don't have to be poor anymore. Read the whole doggone thing. That is not his will. Why? Genesis 12, we are blessed to be a blessing. You cannot be a blessing. If, watch me. If you live in a perpetual state of economic dysfunction and lack, that is not his will. So God created a way for his people to be blessed. It's the release of seed. It's the release of seed. Second Corinthians 9, 6 says this. Um, this is New Living Translation. A farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. Verse eight, and God will generously provide all you need. I need to put this on the screen. All my needs are met. All my needs are met. Then he goes on. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. You are blessed to be a blessing. Look at me. You do not just need enough for you. You need enough to be a blessing for somebody else. See, can I encourage some of you on? Here's what's awesome about you is that you're not even selfish. You're not even saying, I just want it for myself. You are saying, I want to be a blessing to somebody else. I want to take care of some single mama's needs. I want to take care of some people. I don't like using the word poor or, or homeless. I like using the word in transition. I'm going to take care of some people that are in transition, right? He says, you're going to have enough, plenty left over to share with others. Verse 10. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer. He will produce and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Verse 11, you will be, here's my shouting part, enriched in every way. Look at me. Money 
is the only type of seed that produces beyond its own kind. Money, hey, California, is the only type of seed that produces beyond, beyond its own kind. Genesis 8.22 says seeds will produce after their own kind. Money is the only type of seed. And I'm going to teach you tomorrow night why. It's the only type of seed that produces beyond. What does the Bible say? You will be enriched, 2 Corinthians 9 and 11, in every way. Enriched there just means not lacking. In every way. So you can always be generous. He said, when you release money, when you release financial seed, he said, this is going to do things in other areas of your life. This is in your Bible and it was in there before you logged on tonight. Those are three types of seed. Tomorrow night's message is called, if you still have a pulse, God still has a plan because there are three other types of seed that I want to teach you about tomorrow night because God's plan for your life, listen, is locked up in your seed. I'm going to say that again. God's plan for your life is locked up in your seed. And remember, it's bigger than money. Money is one type of seed. I taught you tonight and I taught on Sunday about your mouth, about your movements, and about money. Tomorrow night, I'm going to introduce three other types of seed, three other types of seed that God uses and your, his plan for your life is locked up in the seed that he's already placed in your hands. Here's what I want to do tonight. Um, I do the message previews on Tuesday nights and Saturday nights so you can get excited about the word. Anybody else excited about the word for tomorrow night? It's going to be amazing. It's at seven o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Eastern. If you're in Denver, meet us in the building. If you're not in Denver, watch on any of our digital platforms. The best thing to do is to get our app. How do you get our app? Text the word harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746. Can I get a few of you to type that on every platform so people know how to get it? You'll text the word harvest to 877-552-4746. Last two things uh, I want to do tonight. I want to read you this praise report, actually, because this thing was awesome to me. I saw this one today. And let me tell you the power of sharing. It says, Shalom, Bishop Foreman, Harvest Church. Shalom is a Hebrew word that just means peace. It means I should have submitted this a bit ago. About a month or so ago, I was on a flight and a young lady was singing and worshiping. We couldn't hear what she was listening to because she had her earphones in. She was having so much joy until I asked what she was listening to. She didn't realize how loud she was. She unplugged and we are all on the and everybody on the plane could hear. We started praising right along with her. Her name is Star. It was so good. She handed out some bracelets to anyone interested. And I started listening and following Harvest since that day. I'm so blessed since I've been following Bishop Foreman's messages. Who knew uh, on a connecting flight that I'd be connected to an awesome man of God? To God be the glory for that. If I ever see her again, I want to thank her for doing her thing regardless of her surroundings. It was a blessing that she was not ashamed or afraid to praise the Lord. Right then I said, I want what she has. Can you put a praise on the screen for that? This is why I do the previews to get you excited about it so you can go share it because you never know whose life you're going to impact, whose life you're going to change uh, on a plane. I mean, it's just amazing to God be the glory. So awesome job to who made that happen. Last two things I want to do tonight. Uh, if this bless you, I want to encourage you to sow into it. How do you sow? You can use the cash app, dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. Uh, always be a blessing to what blesses you. That's Bible. Um, um, the key email for PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. All of that is hello at Harvest Church. That harvester is on this live tonight. I'm looking at them right now. They're on this live tonight. Awesome, awesome job. You didn't even know what you did and how that impacted and changed somebody's life. This is why I asked you to share because you never know. Hey, Illinois, because you never know whose life you're going to change. All right. So if you want to sow, you can do that. Cash app, um, Bishop, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman number two, PayPal, Venmo, Zellgilify. All of that's available. Hello at Harvest Church, that church. You guys always ask the number. I want to encourage you in that. Uh, connected to that Second uh, Corinthians 9 and verse 11. Do something with 9-11, all right? 9-11, but this is a good 9-11. 9-11, 2 Corinthians 9-11. That verse says you will be enriched in every way so you can always be generous. So you can do $11, $0.90, something with those numbers in it. Whenever you're sowing seed, you target your seed based on that, all right? So do something with those numbers, all right? You can do uh, $91.10. Do something with those numbers. Last thing I wanna do. If you're on here tonight and you're not a Christian, you're not watching me by accident. This is the divine setup. 
God's coming to get you. If you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord on TikTok or Instagram, on the count of three, I just want you to do the hand wavy emoji or say it's me. And I want to lead you in a prayer. You say, Bishop, I don't know where things stand with God. I want you to be sure tonight. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure on three. No go no judgment. No condemnation. Nobody's going to beat you down. Nothing but love. You're not watching me by accident. Don't miss your moment. One, two, three. If that's you, do that hand wave emoji. Say it's me right where you're at. Right where you're at. If that's you, need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Do it right there. Respond. We're waiting on you. Five, waiting on you. Bishop, I'm nervous. I don't want other people to see it. Don't be nervous about it. You're in a safe place. You're in a safe environment. I see you. I got you, Cheryl. I got you. I got you. I'm counting you down. I'm going to start back over at five. Five. I'm waiting on you. God's coming to get you tonight. This is no coincidence. This is no accident. God got you to this. He was going through your scroll. He brought this onto your page tonight. Don't miss your moment. Three. Don't miss your moment. Two. Do that hand wave emoji. Say it's me. One. One. I sense there's one more of you that is supposed to respond tonight. There's one more of you. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna come back down one more time. You must be somebody important. You must be special to God that he would hold it up. Who are you that he would hold up and have me count again? But I sense there's at least one more of you that's supposed to respond tonight. I'm gonna count you down and then we're gonna be out of time. I gotta go five. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. There you go. There you go. I got you. There you go. There you go. I knew there was at least one more. Four. I knew there was at least one more. Something with 9 and 11 in it, Sade. Something with 9 and 11 on it for 2 Corinthians 9 and 11. 3, 2, 1. Everybody, pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian. If I fall down, give me the grace to get back up. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, guys. Here's what I need you to do. For those that just prayed that prayer, those that just responded, text the word decision to this phone number, 877-552-4746. When you do that, you're going to get a text from us right away that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. I want to encourage you, tune in tomorrow night, 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern, to Harvest Church. It's our Wednesday night live midweek Bible study, but it's no, it's not boring Bible study. We call it Wednesday night live because it's live. It's a Sunday morning on a Wednesday night. That's what it is. But it's a whole nother level of energy because the hunger is intense on a Wednesday night. All right. We're celebrating you. Shoot that text. Can I get a few of you to type that in the platform over here? Shoot that text over here. Again, if tonight blessed you so into it, something with nine and 11 in it. If you're already connected to Harvest you know, the different ways that you can sow. You can use text to give or do harvest search that church for us give. Or uh, again, you can use cash app, dollar sign, bishop form with the number two at the end. PayPal, Ben Moselle, give the five. All of that's available. I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night tonight. Um, and again, share this. I do the preview for you to go share. If you don't have that app, get that app, get that app, get that app. Um, just go to harvestsearch.church. You can get it that way too. All right. I love you guys. Have an amazing night. Again, thank you for your prayers for me. But if in case you came in late, you didn't learn, thank you for your prayers. I had an x-ray on my foot today. Everything is good. And I feel much, much better. Uh, my foot feels much, much better. Normally when I'm on the phone, I talk or I walk around. I'm on the phone all the time. Live access suspended on TikTok. I don't know what happened. But anyway, we're going to keep it moving. That's crazy. Oh, wow. All right. Somebody started some stuff over here. Anyway, to God be the glory. We're going to keep it moving. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Let's look. But the more, let me show you all this. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied the group. Look at this. Says, Live access suspended. Now, it says, uh, depicts or promotes firearms, ammunition, or explosive weapons. No. Listen. Provides instruction on how to manufacture weapons. No. <laughs> Depicts, promotes, trades drugs or controlled substances. No. Depicts or promotes acts punishable by law, theft, human exploitation, counterfeiting, other harmful behavior. No. Um, so somebody just tried some foolish with us. Yep. We're about to multiply and grow. So let's go on and appeal this. That's crazy. Anyway, love you guys. <laughs>
It was some hecklers over here on this doggone TikTok tonight, but we're going to keep it moving. It's crazy. But to God be the glory. Love you guys. Listen. Yep. Come on. Can I get a few of you to put that on there? Yep. Look, you get to see this in action. You literally get to see this in action. Yep. We about to. We have more on TikTok tonight than we did on Instagram live. Even though the replays are where we get most of the traffic, we have more. Yep. We about to multiply and grind. That's what I said. There was a ton of people on TikTok. That's cool. We're about to multiply and grow. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.